Welcome to episode four of the Gentle Business Sessions. I am your host, Ashley Bowden, and I am so excited to have you here. I hope that wherever you are, that you can find something that brings you comfort and care as you listen in and we dive into this conversation together. In this episode, I want to share about a pattern that I see play out a lot in those that I get the absolute honor of supporting. And I think it might be resonant to a lot of us. I know even for myself that I can see myself in it. I can see the the different ways that it can show up for me. And I'm, I want to just chat through it a little bit in hopes that it might bring clarity or healing to someone and give language for what is possibly happening for you. could also be helpful to know that this is something that is very real for other people and might help you know how to support your clients more intentionally. So a big piece of my work through the years has been really looking at how to help people heal self-sabotage to look with compassion at the ways that we self-protect and How can we unravel from some of those patterns as we find a true and genuine sense of safety in ourselves and in our work? And it was through a lot of those conversations with folks that I started to really identify this common pattern that I would see play out. And so I'm going to describe a little bit about how it plays out and then I'm going to discern with you the stages that are really present in there and then give a little bit of context and ideas for support. I've never recorded a podcast or recorded anything like this before on this topic so I'm curious to see how it will land with all of you. So one of the patterns that I see really play out is it often starts with someone becoming overwhelmed in their mind for some reason. Sometimes they become overwhelmed because they are just bringing in so much information and then it feels so overwhelming to know what to do. Sometimes they're consulting a lot of people, other people's ideas and opinions, and then it's overwhelming. Sometimes it's when they think about taking an action or a step in their business, They become overwhelmed by fear or overwhelmed by self-doubt. It just causes them to be overwhelmed by these sensations or emotions of fear and doubt. When that happens, when there is overwhelm in the mind, I have noticed that for a lot of individuals that it can provoke a nervous system response in the body of stress and I have most often seen that it provokes a nervous system response of freeze where suddenly someone's like oh my gosh I feel so stuck oh my gosh I feel so frozen I feel like I'm shutting down I don't know what to do now oh my gosh get this away from me like I don't want to think about this anymore and now they're engaging with their business not from They're not even from an intellectual place, but from a somatic place. Uh, And that somatic place is feeling stressed or distressed. 
And so when that's happening, it's really hard to feel clear or confident or connected because the body does not feel safe. The overwhelm in the mind has shown the body that it is not safe. And now that is becoming the overwhelming narrative. Often we're not understanding that, oh, we feel frozen or we feel shut down. We might use words like, I feel stuck, but we're probably not in awareness that we're having a nervous system stress response. Instead, we might want to push harder because pushing harder is not often in the direction of safety. That's only going to deepen the need for the body to go into a survival response. Then when the pushing hard's not working, nothing's working, nothing's working, nothing seems to be working, we might feel shame for not being able to get anything done. And we might feel shame for our pace or our timeline or our productivity levels. We might compare ourselves to other people, etc. In light of holding that, the interesting thing is that then often people will go back to the that beginning of the cycle and usually uh, consume a lot of information. Like I need to get back, I need to get back to this. I need to take action. So now I'm going to go to Google or I'm going to go to Pinterest and I'm going to, I'm going to take this course. I'm going to bring in as much information as I can, which then only provokes a, another sense of overwhelm in the mind, which again, the pattern continues. So we're looking at really four stages. The mind gets overwhelmed, the body dissociates, we feel shame, we push harder, we go back to overwhelm. That is, to, to keep it in the simplest form, that would be the simplest description of the pattern. Now, it might not work out exactly like that for you. This is I am obviously sharing it in a very generalized sense, and everyone is different. But be curious, like, are there aspects of that that feel really resonant and true for you? When looking at something like this, the most important thing that we do is we have compassion. We have compassion for all that we are and all the ways we move and all that we do because all of us make sense at all times, given our information and experiences. If this is something that shows up for you, that gets to be this beautiful sense of information for us to let us know what might be going on internally. And that it's not as simple as pushing harder. It's not as simple as doing more. It's not as simple as trying a new strategy. There's actually a, a very deep need to slow it down, not go faster. Get slower, get more gentle, not get faster and more harsh. And so that's what we want to do. That's the approach that we want to take in paying attention to these kind of cycles and behaviors that can happen within us. We want to look at that, that first part, the overwhelm of the mind, the overwhelm of the mind. When the mind is very overwhelmed, that can feel like a scary place to be. It makes me think a lot about if you've ever heard trauma described as 
too much, too soon, too fast. The sensations were too much, too soon, too fast. When our mind is overwhelmed, it can elicit those same senses. Too much, too soon, too fast. That's one observation I want to point out. Another observation I want to point out is that the cycle that I've just described is unfortunately a pattern that makes people a lot of money. Like if someone can bring someone into a program and keep them overwhelmed, they'll actually stay longer because they never get better. And that can be juxtaposed by look at all this incredible value. And so that's when you get these like two different senses of like, I'm getting so much value in this program. I'm not actually getting anywhere because I'm overwhelmed, but yeah, I'm getting so much value from what's being shared with me. And so I'm just going to stay here. When I, my encouragement would actually be that if you ever find yourself getting into that sense, that sense of, I feel overwhelmed, I feel overwhelmed, then that is not a supportive space for you to grow. It is so hard to grow if you feel overwhelmed. A lot of people make a lot of money off people staying overwhelmed. Overwhelm can mimic sensations of trauma, which can cause our bodies to feel unsafe. And so that first piece really is this question of, how can you find and discover spaces that do not overwhelm you? How can you create a business model that does not overwhelm you? How can you take in learnings in a way that does not overwhelm you? Another note that I want to make on this is that if you are neurodivergent, if you have a history of trauma, if anything like that is going on, you might actually be really used to being overwhelmed. That might be normal for you to be overwhelmed. I know that that has definitely been my story. And to that, I just want to say that that, that does not have to be your normal. Be, just because that's been your experience so far does not mean it has to be your experience into the future. You deserve a life where you do not have to feel overwhelmed 100% of the time. You see, if we can cultivate a business, a life, a way of being with yourself, where you do not feel overwhelmed, that is going to diminish the need for the body to enter into the stress response to help you survive. But also overwhelming moments happen. This is why the clarity can help so much in having language for it because if we know that, okay, I'm getting into that space where my mind is starting to feel overwhelmed and I know that this is, is probably going to cause me to shut down, this is probably going to cause me to feel stuck or freeze, then I get to move with so much more intentionality and so much more compassion in how I lead myself then it becomes important to look at how can I practice care and safety here? How can I remind my body that it is safe? 
that these sensations that I'm having of overwhelm are not actually cues of danger, even if they've been cues of danger in the past. That is such profound and powerful work to be able to lead yourself with that level of awareness and kindness. And if you can do that, and the body can go, can sort of just like exhale in relief. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good stuff. Uh, but let's say you have a context come up where you're, you got overwhelmed and then your body is shutting down and now you're feeling shame. I often picture shame as the great isolator. It is like this heavy cloak of isolation. You're the only one. You're the only one. In having that experience of shame, can you pause and offer connection to yourself? Can you pause and initiate connection with another? Shame isolates us to protect us. But when we realize that we are safe in our experience because we're learning to meet ourselves with the deepest levels of care, we can begin to find our refuge in self-kindness, not in isolation. So if you notice yourself in that shame stage, choose connection with you, with someone, with an animal, with nature. You are not the only one. Now let's say you're going, you're getting all the way down to you pushing harder. When I feel myself pushing hard, I really need, I really have a practice of, of really noticing like the motivation of why I'm pushing hard. Because sometimes I can be exerting energy out of enthusiasm and inspiration and joy. And that is so different than pushing hard out of urgency, fear, scarcity. And it's really important to notice for you, what's the difference between those two? I actually think that there are people who are pushing hard in urgency and scarcity and think that's what it feels like to make things happen. That have not yet discovered that there's a way to create and do and for it to feel like inspiration and joy because that's all they've ever known and so really paying attention to that but when I find myself pushing hard out of scarcity intensity etc I know that I am responding to a mind body spirit that does not feel safe for some reason and then that gets to become my invitation to lean in and listen what is going on here what's happening for me right now what do i need here what am i searching for what am i hoping for as you can see so much of the work that i share here is about returning just keep returning to yourself. Keep returning 
and connecting and tending and listening and noticing. I am in the deep belief that our most incredible work, our most incredible work does not happen out of these states of stress and survival and fear, but our best work happens when we feel safe and secure and held, when we can trust ourselves with everything we are. When I was younger, I used to write a lot of poetry and I would always say, why do sad poems sound so good? Why do sad, sad poems sound so much better than happy poems? I only knew how to create out of tragedy and despair. And sometimes that's what we need, absolutely. We need that space. But I think the deeper invitation for a lot of us is like you've led and you've created out of fear and survival. When will you let yourself do it out of joy and safety? You deserve that experience. You deserve it completely. I hope that me sharing about this pattern can give clarity, language, compassion, and to show you that you're not alone. And if you resonate or notice yourself in any of these pieces, what could it look like to tend to you if you're in the overwhelm of the mind how can you make it less complicated how can you consume less information how can you plant yourself in communities that liberate you not overwhelm you if you find yourself in the body shutting down or freezing how can you remind the body that it's safe? How can you bring care to the nervous system? How can you ground yourself in the present? If you feel shame, how can you connect with yourself or someone else? How can you remind yourself that you're not the only one? And if you're pushing hard, how can you discern the difference between working with enthusiasm and inspiration versus working with intensity or survival? How can you let yourself experience joy? Some questions I want to leave with you today. As you know, we have two incredible partners for Gentle Business Sessions, one being Willow Space, which I shared about in the last full episode, and the other being Marvelous, which I am so excited to share a little bit more about right now. Marvelous has a massive capacity for doing all a lot of different beautiful things for you in your business. It is an incredible platform to host digital products, community or memberships, etc. I had never heard about Marvelous, even though it had existed for quite a while, until I spoke with my massage therapist. And I was like, what's this Marvelous thing that you have? And when I found it, I was like, how have I never heard of this before? 
It is, again, a software that is simple, intentional, clear. It's not overwhelming to the mind or the brain. A lot of the vision of Marvelous that I deeply resonate with around working ethically with integrity, gently, but also providing value and making money and doing our most meaningful work. So if you have not checked them out yet, now's the time. They are, no pun intended, marvelous. And you can find out all the information about them on my website at gentlebusinesscoach.com slash software. That's that page. You can find out more about Marvelous and Willow Space. Uh, I highly recommend both of those softwares. And I'm excited to continue to share more about them in the, the weeks to come. From here, I'll just leave you with one last thought, which is be gentle with you. No matter where you are or what you're doing today, be gentle with you. Thank you so much for being here with me. If you have any questions, thoughts, I want to hear all about it. Make sure to send me a DM on Instagram at Gentle Business Coach. Feel free to share about the podcast with anyone you think that this might resonate with. The honor is mine to be here with you and pour out a little bit of my heart. And I'll see you next week.